Hey, welcome to Therapy Thoughts. This is Tiffany Rowe. I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor. I own Mindful Counseling in Orem, Utah, and I'm here to help break down mental health stigma. I'm a psychology teacher and passionate women's advocate. Therapy Thoughts is a podcast all about helping you love your body, love yourself, love your relationship with food, finding balance with your mental health, and learning all the tips and tricks in this psychology world. So let's discuss my thoughts as a therapist and how to help you be your best self. Testing, testing. Is anyone out there? This is the Therapy Thoughts Podcast. Nearly a year later since my last episode, I had to take a hiatus, y'all. And I appreciate you sticking around, messaging me, telling me how much you love the podcast, and for honoring the time and space I needed. You know, the last year was an intense one for me. I did a podcast episode on grief after losing my father. And I really just needed to take time away from this outlet. Um, I also was growing in other ways in my business, and so... The podcast is a piece of me. Um, I'm just trying to honor the right timing, and I guess today's the day. I want to talk to you about fear, panic, and coping with this time. Um, The World Health Organization has declared the coronavirus a pandemic, and in my city yesterday at Target in Costco, shelves were empty. You know, basic necessities were not available. And I'm feeling really uh, called to speak out about this. I want to support you today in how to cope with fear, panic, disease, and to maintain some mental health. So let's go over a couple basics of mental health in time of crisis, okay? So number one, routine. Keep a routine. So when we go through a big change like this, maybe your kid's school has been canceled, maybe you're not supposed to go into work now, You can't even go buy basic necessities at the store because the shelves are ransacked. All of these things are disruptors. And change is a trigger for stress. So just that alone, some change in your life. We're not even looking at the stress and anxiety of getting sick and, you know, impairment and functioning and all of that. I'm just talking about, hey, maybe your routine is interrupted. That in and of itself is stressful and can trigger a lot of mental health struggles for folks. So I want to support you today in finding the best way to stick with your routine. So if that means you wake up and you stretch and meditate, you can still do that regardless of what's going on around us in the world. So stick to those basics. Make sure you're still attending to your basic hygiene needs. Make sure you're still calling the people you normally call eating the foods you normally eat. You don't need to do any radical changes. There's no quick fix diet lifestyle that's gonna fix any of this. So you don't need to go vegan. You don't need to interrupt your normal day-to-day life any more than it is already gonna be interrupted. So I really wanna stand by you in holding a routine and honoring that there will be some shift and change in that. And that'll tie into some other tips I have. Number two, coping in this crisis of, you know, panic and mental health and all of this, keep a mood journal. This is a way for you to mindfully check in with yourself 
instead of just having the thoughts run wild in your mind. So every day, just take note. You can download an app. I'm not affiliated with anyone who runs a mood tracker, but you could download, look up mood tracker in the app store, or you can just write it in some notes, keep it in the notes in your phone. But every day, check in with yourself. On a scale of one to 10, where's your anxiety? On a scale of one to 10, where's your anger? How about your fear? What about shame? What about guilt? Check in and make the practice one of curiosity. So, hmm, interesting. Yesterday, my fear was super high. My panic was super high. Today, wow, I'm feeling a little bit more numb or I'm feeling a little bit more calm. And instead of judging this, just Be aware and be curious. We're going to practice mindfulness together. Hey, I'm aware I'm feeling this. It's not right or wrong. It's very human of me. And we're going to validate that. So this is going to be very protective of your mental health. We want to make sure that you are checking in, acknowledging, not ignoring, not suppressing, not avoiding, and not escalating whatever's happening with you. We're just going to feel, deal, heal. We're going to ride these waves of emotion and honor our humanity and honor the collective energy that's happening right now. It's palpable. There's collective trauma. There's collective panic. And so wherever you're at on the spectrum from day to day, I want you to just take note and leave it at that. After you write down where your mood is, practice saying, and that's okay. And not future tripping about it, not beating yourself up beating yourself up for it and not having a secondary reaction to it. That means if you feel fear, we just feel fear. We don't want to look at that with a label. The secondary emotion would look at it and say, I shouldn't feel this. It's wrong to feel this. It's bad to feel this. And then you feel angry or resentful about the fear. And what we're trying to do is just settle into whatever we're feeling. That's how we feel. That's the mindfulness. And so a mood tracker will just hopefully facilitate this in a simple, non-extensive, non-future tripping way. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about, number three, how to cope right now. You have heard one technique for managing exposure and reducing risk is social distancing, right? Like avoiding big social gatherings, maintaining distance from people. So I want to be very, very clear that This social distancing does not mean emotional social isolation. So you do not have to isolate yourself from your support system. You can FaceTime them. You can video chat them. You can text them. You can call them. Don't isolate yourself because of the fear. In fact, let's turn up the connection right now. Let's turn up the vulnerability. Let's check in with the people we love the most. Now is the time where we need support systems. And if your support system is lacking, hop on Instagram, make comments, connect with people on the global scale, other people who are feeling what you're feeling, connect with your therapist, check in with them. They can do a virtual session if you need to. Who can you check in with? Because social distancing might trigger us into a state of isolation and that's not health promoting. We want your mental health to thrive. That's what we're talking about today. So connect any way you can. You know what we could start doing? I just had this idea. What if we started old school letter writing again? I'm gonna write people letters. I'm gonna send a postcard. I'm gonna send some snail mail. Say, hey, I'm thinking about you. I mean, you can make connection any way that feels authentic and real and nourishing for you. But 
tagging onto this topic of social connection and not isolating is that vulnerability piece. You are not alone. How you are feeling, even if you're too super passe, you're like, this is all out of, you know, proportion. This is the media. Even if in your, if, even if you're in that headspace, you also need social support. However, you're coping with what is going on, whether you're minimizing, whether you're going big into catastrophizing or swinging between those two, honor where you're at and connect socially because it's protective to our mental health. And that's what we want to talk about. Another skill, number four, always is breathing. And I wish breathing made more of an impact when I said that because I think we don't take it seriously. It's like, yeah, I know I should breathe. But right now, stop and do a deep breath. Oh, man, I felt that. And I want you to do another deep breath with me. And when you breathe in as deep as you can, I want you to do an extra gulp at the end. So just when you think your lungs are so filled, gulp another big deep breath. Do that with me. feel that when you kind of suck in and go deeper down with the the breath in your lungs it immediately causes release and relaxation when we send signals to our body that we are relaxed when we tell our body we're relaxed when we breathe deeply slowly we let our bodies know that we're safe so if your mind is spinning and it's running a million miles an hour take that deep breath Do that extra gulp and connect to yourself in a way that says, hey, I'm safe. I'm right here right now. It's okay to be me. It's okay to be where I'm at. I trust this process. I'm mindful. I'm feeling dealing healing. This episode is sponsored by me, Tiffany Rowe. Check out TiffanyRowe.com where you can get a hold of all of my online courses on topics like mindfulness, self-care, body image, introduction to intuitive eating, emotional regulation, perfectionism, and more. Check out those courses, tiffanyrow.com. You can also access my merch, Therapy is Cool merch, Feel, Deal, Heal merch over on tiffanyrow.com. You can also make sure to attend all my events there at that hub. At tiffanyrow.com, you can hear about where I'm speaking, get into my dance parties, learn updates about my podcast, and check out the blog and see what's happening over on Instagram. So, Courses, merch, events, everything you need for your mental health game, tiffanyrow.com, y'all. It's really easy in time of mass hysteria and panic and fear, pandemic disease, to really try to seek information because it can feel like information overload is reassuring or protective. If you go back to my podcast on anxiety, I talk about kind of the three different components of anxiety and one of them being worry. Remember, worry is the cognitive element of anxiety. And what's tricky is we think, thinking, thinking, this cognitive part. If we think about things, if we worry about them, it feels productive. If I'm worrying about this, consuming a lot of media, watching all the news outlets, thinking, 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 that means I'm doing something. That means somehow I'm safe. So I point this out as one to be educational, but two to like validate and to say, well, yeah, of course we do that. We're trying to calm our nervous system down. We're trying to have, you know, a sense of control, but it actually doesn't give us that outcome. 
if we are binge watching news outlets and trying to really gather information, it can be counterproductive to a point. So let's set boundaries around media consumption. Because there's a there's a line where it may feed that worry, that cognitive component of anxiety, lead to catastrophizing, lead to future tripping, lead to isolation, and right, that can spiral our mental health. And unfortunately, I don't have an objective measure of saying, here's how much to watch to be safe. You're going to have to decide that for yourself. Maybe you're not tripped up by watching hours and hours on end, and maybe you are. So just analyze this. How does it feel as I watch media coverage of the coronavirus? How does it feel when I watch media coverage of politics? I mean, whatever we're talking about, fear, panic, you know, all of this can be triggered by the media. So watch how you feel and give yourself permission to set boundaries around this consumption if it's giving you a negative impact. And I suggest sticking to one media source just one news outlet and watch that in that form, whether you're listening on the radio to public radio or a larger, you know, television uh, news company. <coughs> I want you to say, I'm just going to watch that and limit the time you watch it. Instead of having it be on all day in the background, limit your time to the time that's right for you. Maybe that's an hour, maybe it's less, maybe it's more. But we want you to maintain a routine in a sense of, you know, a normal day-to-day -day life and just the ongoing um, saturation of information from the news can tend to be, you know, anxiety provoking. So watch that. You determine what amount and how long you need from that. And take another big deep breath. You know, I don't think any mental health professional is going to say, don't worry about this. Uh, what we're saying is cope with this, acknowledge this. And my, my main message is always feel, deal, heal, feel your feelings, learn to deal with them, how they feel in your body, utilize coping skills, help process through them, do the work and healing the constant learning and unlearning the ongoing evolution and breakdowns and breakthroughs. You know, there's no arrival point. And as we feel fear, feel panic, feel the worry, Going through all of these emotions, it's just part of the game. So no one's going to take that away from you. I want to stand by you and say, here's how to get through it. Here's some boundaries that will hopefully enable you to feel and to get through this. Hopefully you can connect with some source of, you know, support, your social system, um, having good boundaries, you know, being mindful, breathing, relaxing, keeping your routine. All these tips are just things to help facilitate your process. But there is no, you know, this doesn't matter. I can't, I don't have to think about this. This doesn't impact anyone. I mean, if you care and you worry, that makes you human. So I would, I would applaud that. Like we're all having a very human experience and it's pretty traumatizing and pretty scary. And I want to create space for that. I think folks who, you know, react in ways that super minimize, that's a coping school skill as well. Folks who react in a way that is, um, maybe really catastrophizing or fearful is a coping skill as well. Folks who are numb, that's coping. So however you're experiencing this is not wrong. We just want to stand by it and say, yeah, I'm, I'm a human. And this is funky. This feels really wild. Um, so validate, validate, validate. Self-validation would probably be my last 
you know, mental health tool to share today. And if you don't know how to validate yourself, you just always come back to the home base of saying it's okay. It's kind of the mental health face tattoo that we all need. It's okay to feel this. My feelings matter. My feelings are important. And we know that validation doesn't mean it's true. Just because you feel something doesn't make it fact. It doesn't mean it's cold, hard, you know, true fact. But it's your truth in the moment. It is valid even if it doesn't pan out. And so just kind of honoring that and remembering your waves of emotions, they're going to happen. And so we want to we learn to surf those. We want to learn to accept those and ride those waves instead of beating ourselves up for having them. So wherever you're at, self-validation is another really, really powerful key and component to this. Look at us humans doing some hard stuff right now. Um, one way I'm coping is doing this podcast, showing up and sharing, you know, my passions and my education. I appreciate you for listening today. That means, um, you're still subscribed almost a whole year later. Um, let's see what happens with the podcast from here on out. As always, you can check out my resources on tiffanyrow.com. I have several courses that you can access right now to help support you in this journey. I would recommend the mindfulness course. It's going to give you a mindfulness script that will help you self-validate and feel these emotions without judgment and process them through your body. It's very powerful. Also my emotional regulation course, which is massive, massive. It's got a 30 page plus packet to help you process emotion and work through the stuff that you're dealing with. Check out my other courses as well. If you need a little extra information, education, mental health tools, that's why they're there. They're affordable. They're accessible. Um, they're for everyone. And we actually have, um, one new course, our emotional regulation course. Um, and it has ASL interpretation on screen. So that's available for folks who speak American sign language, um, for a hard of hearing deaf communities. So it's one more accessibility resource for y'all and, uh, keep following the podcast. Follow me on Instagram. It's at Hey Tiffany Rowe and let's stick together, fam. Mental health matters. Therapy is cool. We're going to feel deal healed together. May you be well. I appreciate you tuning in and supporting the Therapy Thoughts podcast. If you want to dive deeper into intuitive eating and body image and self-love, head over to tiffanyrow.com. It's the hub of all of my courses, the podcast, my merch, and information about doing counseling and coaching with me. I hope you guys stick around for more. We have lots of exciting interviews and thought leaders coming onto the podcast. So until next time, may you be well.